Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 14th day of December. Welcome. So great to be here with you today. It is crazy that we are two weeks into this month already. Phew! Here we are. We are more than halfway to Christmas. That is insane. Like a week and a half, I think, is Christmas. So ready or not, it's coming. I uh, I've gotten all my Christmas shopping done. Hallelujah! Just need to wrap it, and uh, then we're good to go. And I'm like truly ready. But I have had a good amount of self control to not put together Regan's Christmas and just give it to her. So I've put like everything in our spare bedroom, and I've just like I just set the stuff in there, and then just like close the door so that I don't have to look about it, look at it, or think about it. And I'm not tempted to try to give it to her, but. We're in the the home stretch, but I'm um, very much so just enjoying doing family fun things and um, doing fun things to get into the Christmas spirit and just um, do fun things as a family. And so I don't know if you have family traditions that you like to do or new things that you are starting up,、um, but I hope that you are having a joyful week. As we're in the week of joy for Advent, and that also, you know, whatever it is that the holidays bring up, I know that it's not always joyful and happy and exciting. I know that there can be a lot of stress or a lot of dread or a lot of anxiety or you know just all different things.、Um, and I don't have like a ton to say about that other than you're not alone. I promise you, I can guarantee you, you're not alone. And you don't have to feel any specific way just because it's holidays.、Um, it's okay to not be okay. That's something that I've had to really give myself permission on. Is like, someone asks if you're okay, you don't have to say yes. You don't have to tell them why. You know, that's not my favorite either.、Um, but you don't have to try to make yourself be anything. You can just be. And I promise you, the Lord's not disappointed or upset by that.、Um, So with that, let's jump into the word today, and I'm praying the joy of the Lord is really revealed, and that your eyes are opened to it, and that you do have something that brings you joy today and throughout this week and this Christmas season. Today we are continuing the book of Acts with chapters 27 through 28, continuing on in the English Standard Version for this week. And when it was decided that we should sail for Italy, they delivered Paul and some other prisoners to a centurion of the Augustan cohort named Julius. And embarking in a ship of Adratum, which was about to sail to the ports along the coast of Asia, we put to sea, accompanied by Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. The next day, we put in at Sidon, and Julius treated Paul kindly and gave. Him leave to go to his friends and be cared for. In putting off to sea from there, we sailed under the lee of Cyprus because the winds were against us. And when we had sailed across the open sea along the coast of Sicilia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra in Lysa. There, the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing for Italy and put us on a board. We sailed slowly for a number of days and arrived with difficulty off Snidus. 
And as the wind did not allow us to go farther, we sailed under the lee of Crete off Samon. Coasting along it with difficulty, we came to the place called Fair Havens, which, near which was the city of Lycia. Since much time had passed, the voyage was now dangerous, because even the fast was already over. Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo of the sh- and the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. And because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there, on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. Now when the south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon a temptuous wind called the Northeaster struck down from the land. And when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the lee of a small island called Kata, we managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used supports to undergird the, sh- undergird the ship. Then, fearing that they would run around the Cyrus, they lowered the gear, and even they were driven along. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo. And on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and have not set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid. Paul, you must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we must run around aground on some island. When the fourteenth night had come, as we were being driven across the Adriatic Sea, about midnight the sailors suspected that they were nearing land. So they took a sounding and found twenty fathoms. A little farther on, they took a sounding again and found fifteen fathoms. And fearing that we might run on the rocks, they let down four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. And as the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship and had lowered the ship's boat into the sea, under pretense of laying out anchors from the bow, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, Unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. And the soldiers cut away the ropes of the ship's boat and let it go. As day was about to dawn, Paul urged them all to take some food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have continued in suspense and without food, having taken nothing. Therefore I urge you to take some food, for it will give you strength. For not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread, and giving thanks to God in the presence of it all, he broke it and began to eat. Then they were all encouraged to eat eat some food for themselves. 
we were in all 276 persons in the ship. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, throwing out the wheat into the sea. Now when it was day, they did not recognize the land, but noticed a bay with a beach, on which they planned, if possible, to run the ship ashore. So they cast off the anchors and left them in the sea, at the same time loosening the ropes that tied the rudders. And then hoisting the foresail to the wind, they made for the beach. But striking a reef, they ran the vessel aground. The bow struck and remained immovable, and the stern was being broken up by the surf. The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners, lest any should swim away and escape. But the centurion, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and make for the land, and the rest on planks or on pieces of the ship. And so it was that all were brought safely to land. After we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the native people saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the chief man of the island, named Publis, who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days. It happened that the father of Publis lay sick with fever and dysentery, and Paul visited him and prayed, and putting his hands on him, healed him. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island, who had diseases, also came and were cured. They also honored us greatly, and when we were about to sail, they put on board whatever we needed. After three months, we set sail in a ship that had wintered in the island, a ship of Alexandria, with the twin gods as a figurehead. Putting in at Syracuse, we stayed there for three days, and from there we made a circuit and arrived at Regium. And after a day, a south wind sprang up, and the second day we came to Pitola. There we found brothers who invited to stay with them for seven days. And so we came to Rome, and the brothers there, when they heard about us, came as far as the forum of Appius, and three taverns to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. And when we came into Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with the soldier who guarded him. After three days, he called together the local leaders of the Jews, and when they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they had examined me, they wished to set me at liberty, because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, though I had no charge to bring against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and to speak with you, since it is because of the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain. And they said to him, We have received no letters from Judea about you. 
and none of the brothers coming here has reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are. For with regard to this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. And disagreeing among themselves, they departed after Paul had made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers, through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will indeed hear, but never understand. You will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull. With their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles, they will listen. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. So this concludes the book of Acts and it ends with Paul sailing for Rome and a storm happening and Paul being shipwrecked. They're ending up on this island of Malta and being shown unusual kindness. I thought that was really funny. Um, and the part of scripture that really like made me kind of chuckle was that a snake comes out and like attacks Paul's hand, which that like makes my skin crawl thinking about that. <laughs> um, and people are like, oh, this guy for sure a murderer. Like, okay. How many times does that happen where if someone's a murderer, like a, a snake just comes out of the fire or a snake attacks someone and you're just like, mm, yeah, they're probably a murderer. Like, how often does that happen? And then they're expecting him to like swell up or to fall dead. That doesn't happen. They're observing him and they're like, hmm, must be a god. I just, that, um, that quick change of thought, it was just really funny to me. But anyways... So then Paul, he arrives at Rome after being uh, on a boat for a very long time and also not eating for 14 days before, like, before they ate bread. I was like, wow, I cannot relate to that by any means. But um, so Paul, he, he arrives in Rome and he appeals himself and he says, listen, I... I have nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they examined me, they wished to set me at liberty because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. And uh, and so he's saying, for this reason, I've asked to come and see and speak before you since it's because of the hope of Israel that I'm in these chains, that I'm, that I'm in prison. And the response to him is, We've received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here have reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you and what your views are. For this regard, to this sect, we know that everyone, everywhere it is spoken against. And so 
there's a, a day appointed for him to come and to to speak and some were convinced like as the scripture says some were convinced by what he said still others disbelieved you know that sounds uh, that sounds about right for whenever you bring people together and you ask them to come to a decision some are going to agree some are going to disbelieve and um, disagreeing among themselves they departed from Paul and made one after Paul had made one statement the Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers through Isaiah the prophet go to this people and say you will indeed hear but never understand and you will indeed see but never perceived for this people's heart has grown dull and with their ears they can barely hear and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears understand with their heart and turn I would heal them and uh this is, uh, you know, probably not the best thing to say once people are in a disagreement about you. But also he Paul is saying, you know, therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. And so then it, it ends with saying Paul lived there for two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, claiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. And uh, I just, I love reading this part of the scripture because it truly feels like what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Is he going to get taken out? But truly the Lord is faithful in what he has said over Paul's life and how he has used him. And kind of what we had talked about yesterday of being used by God from the, like being delivered, being rescued, and then going back into the same kind of feel the same space and the Lord being with us and carrying us and delivering us. And so we see that faithfulness and that endurance in today's reading as well. So God, I thank you for today's scripture. I thank you for Paul and his life and his dedication to you. And I thank you that he wasn't afraid of man, that he truly had fear of God and that that motivated him and carried him everywhere he went and that he shared with boldness and assurance in who you were and who you are. And God, I pray that that would stir something in us, that we would desire to seek your kingdom first and that your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. And I thank you for people like Paul who are willing to follow you no matter what. Um, God, I pray that that would encourage our hearts and motivate our hearts to do the same. And I thank you for your word. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Dailyaudiobible.com is our website. That is the place of connection. You can see what is happening here in the community, how to get connected and stay connected. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash dailyaudiobiblechronological. And that's also another great place for connection. You can put some faces to the names and uh, better connect through there as well. I know that's always a great place for people to connect and to have um, further conversations or to ask for prayer. Um, yeah, so be sure to check that out if that's your thing. But that is all for today. I'm China. I love you and I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey guys, this is Leslie from Kentucky and I wanted to pray for Tanya Pompsefic, her husband, who um, She's, uh, who's separated um, out, uh, like her ex-husband, I think, um, lost a child, a 28-year-old daughter. 
So I'm gonna go ahead and pray for him. Um, go ahead, bless Tanya's husband, help him to cope, uh, to get through his um, time of grief with losing his daughter. God, um, help him to uh, get through this terrible time. And anyone who also suffers, has suffered with grief, especially for the past year, um, help him to get through it. But only you can mend, really mend broken hearts and get, help us get through time to loss. And if this girl was a believer, help her, uh, help them to have hope that she is in heaven with you. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hello, Dabsy. This is Ashley from Texas. I just want you guys to know that some of the people that I am praying for right now are Lou and Trudy who have dementia and um, cancer. I'm praying for D&T who are estranged from their parents and believed to be in some kind of cult. I am praying for, um, I think her name was Jolie or Julie. She has MS. That one really um, spoke to me. Um, Lynn who has or might have bladder cancer and so many other dabbers I also ask you guys for your prayers because I have been on maternity leave unpaid and God has made a way for my savings to be stretched now they are at their end and I don't get a full check until mid-January and so uh some bills this month and some rent next month are looking real shaky, but I believe God. So let's pray right now. God, in the name of Jesus right now, I pray for the people I spoke to you about. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you move in these people's lives. Save right now, first and foremost, and then heal in the mighty name of Jesus. Devil, I come against you in the name of Jesus, and I rebuke you, Satan. Any plan you have for these people's lives, I rebuke you and I send you back to hell and I release God's love and God's mighty salvation and healing on every person I mentioned. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Dearest Papa, Alaska mom needs a neurology consult for her husband. Time is of the essence because they're down in Oregon um, only for another week and a half. By the time this plays, it'll be less than that. Um, please provide this consult as quickly as possible. And then please make whatever's wrong with her husband treatable. Um, he had a fall. Please, Lord, please make this happen. You can make a way where there seems to be no way and where there's nothing happening. We appreciate this, Lord. Thank you for your outrageous faithfulness. We love you so much. Alaska Mom, this is your friend Adrian in Maryland. We're sending you all of our love. Hey, DABC, this is Christy from Ohio. Um, apologies if this is getting sent twice. Um, I have a prayer request for my friend Chen. She's a Chinese international student, um, and basically she's finishing up her semester, and by January 1st, she has to know whether she's going to stay in the States or go back to China. And she's finishing her degree, so it's either go back to China and try to look for a job or take additional classes and something else so that she can continue a student visa here because she'd have to have a job immediately lined up and that hasn't worked out. 
yet. So she's trying to figure out those two decisions. So prayers for her with, with that. And also, even more importantly, um, she's not a believer. Um, she's been going to my church and she's seeking, which is really good. Um, but prayers that she could trust the Lord as her savior. And some of us have talked to her. So, and she's, yeah, just said that she's on a path to, you know, wanting to learn more and stuff. So prayers that she accepts Jesus and also prayers for her decision because it's about two weeks away now that she's, or more that she's got to make a decision. So thanks.